How's it going? Great. Merry Christmas to all of you. Happy New Year. I don't see you. The biggest difference we've seen from the winning streak yeah. was your offensive line is starting to come together, move the running game, protect the quarterback. When I first started, I was told by a scout that any time you start a different lineman at a different spot, it takes about two games. You start at five guys at five different spots, but right. all of a sudden come game 11, start to get continuity. Have you seen the same thing? Absolutely. Um, and again, it's a great opportunity to talk about Goody and Joe um, and the job they've done with those guys, you know, and uh, Luke going over to another spot, which he played before in the past, and, you know, Tristan flipping on the other side. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of different analogies you can think of trying to use your left hand to brush your teeth, for example. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a really cool thing to see them come together, uh, to see Cody develop. You know, Hainsey really get a full season of work to see all the things he needed to see, you know, and, and Stinney, of course, had some playing time in the past, but that chemistry has been huge, and I've just seen them just stick to the fundamentals and, and focus on the basics of their play, and that's what's really come along for us. Dave, along those lines, I know catalyst is too strong of a word, but did the curve, or did it begin to turn with Stinney starting? Um, he's a part of it for sure. Um, I think Filer was doing a, a really good job for us in there. Um, I, I felt like he and Tristan had some really good chemistry on the backside, especially in pass protection, just the experience that those guys have. Um, but definitely Stinney, just his power, you know, the different things that he can do um, has been a really cool thing that he's added to that line. And then again, going back to the chemistry of just hitting those combos with Tristan and with Hainsey, those things just get better and better as the season goes on and as we just continue to stay committed to trying to find ways to run the ball. Dave, last week you talked about um, wanting to do right by Todd and the organization. Yeah. So I'm just curious, what have you learned from Todd about being a coach and keeping the locker room together and anything you've picked up on? Are you trying to get me to cry again up here? I mean, that was, that was a one-time deal, okay? We got it out for the year. Um, no, um, you know, I think I've talked about this before with Coach Bowles is his consistency. Um, I think that I've just watched him just with the ebbs and flows of the season. I mean, the, the roller coaster that this season has been to watch him just be steady and to be the same guy with the same message to the team, same message to the staff, the same belief, even through those that four game losing streak for him to talk to the guys after the games in the locker room and say, guys, if this was an effort problem, I'd be really concerned. But you guys are playing so hard. And just reaffirming the good parts of what our group means and the character of this team, he kept reaffirming those things and saying, however, we got to work on these fundamental things and just going right to it, attacking it, show it in front of the team so that everybody's accountable to it, coaches included. You know, we just we all have our things to work on. And he just kept it about those things. He didn't make it about these bigger stories or anything like that. He just kept it about the ball. And that's what I really appreciate about him. It's all always about wins, right? But like you've got some guys who could hit some milestones on this offense. And you've yeah. done that in Seattle where you were there. But um, two 1,000-yard receivers and a 1,000-yard rusher has never happened in the same year in Tampa, I don't believe. So like, what does it mean that those guys are so close to doing some of those things and you know, all in the same, same offense? Yeah, I think it just speaks to the balance of, of what we're trying to build here. Um, you know, this from the first press conferences, it's this attacking style of offense that has a run game that's viable, that has the play action plays that come off of it, the screens that come off of it, and then the timing and rhythm of the pass game. Um, and it's taken us all season to really get the whole thing working on all cylinders, you know. So um, 
I think that it's really cool. It's, it's again, for me, it's, it's like, I just want to build something that we can be proud of, you know, and that's, that's where my heart is, is to, is to say that we're, we're not the, a laughing stock. We're not, you know, we're not out here just, you know, throwing the ball around and, and doing those things or searching the next big play. It's like something that we can hang our hat on to say, this is our system. This is how we do things. And here's all the stuff that comes off of it. And we're continuing to expand even now as we solidify some of the things that we want to be consistent for us. Um, there's plays off of plays that are starting to come alive for us. Um, and so to have, you know, that, to have that kind of productivity coming out of the quarterback, the skill players that we're trying to get going, um, to make the focal point of the offense just means that we're doing a great job of putting them in a, in a spot to be successful. We talked during that losing streak where, you know, as you said, your system, your, your faith in it was starting to waver at all? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm human, you know. So for me, it, um, I didn't have a choice but to continue to believe. I didn't have a choice but to say, this is what I know. So, and then again, talked about some of the veteran coaches, you know, Coach, Coach Rapone, Coach Ross on the defensive side, you know, and um, Todd, of course, and then I got a bunch of experience on, on our side, Keith Armstrong, you know, these guys who have been through it all. They've been at the highest of heights. These all, all these guys have Super Bowl rings, and, and they've been on some really rough teams too. And, and, the, and the consistent part of it is you don't change. You continue to be about the fundamentals, about the ball, you know, about eliminating those pre-snap penalties, um, about all the simple basic things. And so if we can make our focus about just daily growth, can we just have a great Wednesday? Can we have a great Thursday? Then we can block out all the other pressure, myself included. When I start to get a little discouraged with what's going on here, it's like, okay, forget about all that. Don't look down the road. Just look at this game film. What can we improve on? And then that brings us all back to grounded. That puts our feet firmly on the ground and gives us something to really work on. So um, for sure. But I think that it was, it was a real test for me, too, as a first-time coordinator to say, are you going to stay with it? Are you going to be about what you said you're going to be about? Um, and just continue to encourage the group, like, this is all we have, boys. So let's, let's continue to grow that way. We talked to Baker about him and his family kind of taking root in a, in a new city with a new team. And, and for you, I mean, your, your entire NFL experience was – where 13 years in one city, one team, yeah. one head coach, um, that made this such a big leap for you uh, geographically, professionally. What, how, if you guys are able to win something, if you're able to win the vision, what will be the most gratifying part of, of this year taking shape as well as it has? I think that's a great question. I think there's a lot of angles that you can go. And, I, and you know, to speak to a family, from a family standpoint, my wife and I, she was there at my very first game I coached. It was it was at Carson High School. I was the head JV coach playing Venice High School. We got beat 34 to 13, and it was the greatest day of my life. I mean, I was just like in my element. It's like, this is what I want to do. And, and she really breathed this vision. It's like, she's like, you're really good. You're really good at what you do. You're really good with the players. We can go as far as you want to with that. And to have her backing, she's basically saying, like, if you want to go for it, you want to try to go college and do that. I can help to make that happen. That'll be our dream. And so that's a big part of this is, is our dream to be able to, to have an offense, you know, and um, we were joking um, out on the field just a little while ago, you know, uh, one of my coaches in, in Seattle, uh, Tater, uh, Carl Smith, he, he um, you know, I always had all these ideas as a young coach and like, man, I don't think this play is going to work. This guy's going to take this one or that one. Or what I would do is this or that. And he would be like, that's great. Go get your own offense. You know, and that was always his final, like, you know, all right, I'm tired, tired of hearing all your ideas. If you want to do that, go get your own offense. And so I think 
that's been so fun for me is to just say, okay, this is, this is my offense. This is our offense, you know, but to be able to make it come to life um, and to have some success doing it um, is really gratifying. And then, of course, the other side of it is just um, the offseason training camp, the challenges of the, mid, the middle of our season, staying together as a group. Um, saw a really selfless group of players stay together, not point fingers. I saw a really selfless group of coaches who weren't concerned about blaming other groups or other positions, but a, but a group that just said, we all have stuff that we can work on while we're trying to figure out this or that. And uh, for all, everybody to work together, to be pushing in the same direction, you know, playing meaningful games in December, um, that'll be a really big part. Work for two guys at the different end of the spectrum. You got the Energizer Bunny and Pete Carroll, and you got the Sphinx and Todd Bowles. What's the one similarity with both of them? It's all about the ball. They both care about turnovers, creating them and preventing them on offense. Um, the fundamentals of football: effort, effort first. So if I could make it simple, high effort and take care of the ball, and then play smart. You know, um, that's the one thing that coming from Seattle and then being here with Coach Bowles from the minute we got on the grass against each other in the spring, we were practicing situational football. We were in two-minute situations um, in different spots. It's game on the line. You got 20 seconds at the 18-yard line. We're at the 10-yard line with eight seconds. Um, you're at the minus 35 with 126 and two timeouts. He just kept throwing these really difficult situations at our guys and that challenges me as a as a play caller and then of course challenges the defensive guys to get their calls in so I think those are some of the biggest similarities and of course consistency of messaging um, Pete's messaging in Seattle the language that we use the discipline of, of the language there and then here with Todd being the the spokesman and the mouthpiece for our our vision for our team and being consistent with his language those are some of the things that are really impactful for me as a young coach saying if I ever got a chance to do this I got to be really consistent about the messaging and really really emphasize the things that we care about um, as we as we put a team together whether it was David Moore two weeks ago or Trey Palmer last game how important has it been to get just a, a third wide receiver involved if Mike and Chris can't get the ball on every passing play yeah, it's huge, right? It's been Rashad, it's been Cade, it's been uh, Demo, you know, um, Trey Palmer, you know, DT in the first New Orleans game, you know, making some great plays for us there. So a lot of guys have been, you know, doing their part and their role in what we do, and then that just makes us really balanced, you know, and they have to cover the whole field when those guys come to life. Coach, I don't know if you've seen the uh, mic'd up video of Luke Gettigy, but it's clear that he brings, like, a level of energy and smack talk to the offense. Uh, what can you say about... Uh, just seven minutes of just pure fun uh, to watch that. Uh, Bucks fans, if you have a chance to, to watch that, please check it out. Um, but it's a great, I think it's great for our attitude of who we want to be. You know, it's about toughness. This game, at the end of the day, it's about these one-on-one -on -one matchups, you know, and you see a guy who just from snap one until the end, you know, all the way through, he's challenging the guys across him, you know, and um, I think he liked being mic'd up a little bit too. So uh, there's a little showmanship in there that I didn't know he had, which was, which was pretty, pretty cool to see. How has he navigated that? What makes Baker Baker? Why do people want to follow this guy? Um, 
he cares. He cares about his guys. Like he cares about all of us. And um, he came here and from the jump, he wanted to meet with certain guys, you know, and, and really start to develop the relationship. Um, you know, the chemistry he has with, with the offensive line, like he belongs in that room, you know, like with those dudes. And, um, and at the same time, he comes into our QB room, you know, and we have a, we have a level of conversation in there where we got to kind of talk about everything. And um, so he's able to like, he's got that chameleon effect, you know, where he's able to kind of make his way into any group and then just be really comfortable in his own skin um, is a big part of it. And then a guy that just bets on himself, you know, and at the end of the day, he's like, game on the line, I want the ball in my hands and let's go, you know, and that's, that's kind of his mentality, you know, throughout the game. Um, and I think that he's done a great job of balancing that with when to try, when to take care of the ball. A sack's not the worst thing in the world. You know, I know we, we don't like it from a statistical standpoint looking back at it, but sometimes taking a sack when they have a clear advantage on a, on a rush or on a blitz, it's a great, you know, he's made some great decisions for us, and that's the kind of ball that's going to take us further. Um, one of the first things we do in the spring is we watch all of we watch crossover film of all the playoff teams, and we watch the quarterback play from a pocket standpoint to see how really good playoff quarterbacks manage games, know when to try, know when to say uncle, and say, okay, well, we got a great defense on the other side. Let's just keep playing football. We're going to flip the field. And they have that in the back of their minds, and so to watch him grow into that and take our team in that, in that direction is another great attribute that Baker brings. Honestly, just day by day, you know, day by day, if we can continue to focus on on having great effort, you know, um, controlling our attitude and continue to improve fundamentally, you know, there's so much stuff every game that we have to grow off of, you know, it's really just, I guess it's just recommitting to those, the foundational pieces of what we're about um, that um, that's going to take us, you know, as far as it will, you know, but um, no real big uh, resolutions. All right, thank you.